Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. I hear that you're moving soon. Oh, yeah. We kind of got kicked out of our apartment because of my dog. Oh, no. (laughs) Doogie, Doogie, what did you do? He didn't do anything. It's just because of some sort of, like, prejudices against, like, larger dogs in Korea but he's really not he's a large like dog pounds <laughs> yeah he's like a tall corgi and but he's still big compared to like small white dogs that people love yeah so they love him, they complain about his hair shedding and I'm like I sweep the hallways and I do lots of things to kind of make it smell yeah. good and, stuff, and also but- like welcome to pets i know it's like um <laughs> this is how you like rent an apartment building you clean you have a cleaning service like <laughs> yeah exactly and dogs are gonna shed there's yeah. just not really a lot to get around that yeah because they tried to blame the pipes like smelling on him and i was like um he doesn't go to the bathroom in the house people he i take him out every morning every evening he yeah. does not smell this apartment anyway so so then next year they're going to kick out some family with a baby because yes. they're like, it must be the baby then. It can't be us. <laughs> it can't be us. It can't be. We thought it was the dog. Yeah. It can't be us, no. but it must be this baby now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we have <laughs> so to So what move. are you going to do? In like four weeks, we have to be out. Oh, and my goodness. So uh, it, it was funny because actually like I I did a reading like in for the new year and it predicted or predicted it said that i would be moving out by the fall and i was like okay october blah blah, blah. that's fine yeah. we can deal with that and then all of a sudden like no it's gonna be like in the middle of summer September. during a vacation <laughs> yeah <laughs> and totally. i'm like um okay. mid-august yeah so as a result of that like i made a spell packet and or kind of like in coinciding like same time i made a spell packet for like a new place I used the Empress because I really like the Empress energy of like manifesting and creating yeah. a new space. Like that's kind of what I want the new place to embody. And the Four of Wands because I feel like that's a very home Oh, card. I like that combination. So, and yeah. now that you said this, we have a whole Patreon episode about spell packets. Yeah, If you're we like, do. what are they talking about? Yeah, yeah. And how, <laughs> how we kind of make them or how I've kind of made them and things. Because I enjoy channeling my energy and focusing in that way. So yeah, inside totally. there's like herbs and I think there's a stone inside. I don't remember what I put in this one because I just do everything in the moment. So so did you create this before you got notified that you were going to have to move? Like two weeks before oh I made this gosh. spell packet because my husband and I had just talked about it and we because the housing market in my current town is very expensive and everyone's old and they're not moving out. So like yeah. there's no houses here. And so, But I think that that's still your fault because you created this it's magical kind of situation where they were like sorry girl then, you have to make a decision and now then, like the week before we got this uh notification i also did like a prosperity grid with tarot cards and yeah. <laughs> i was like um my new house so and you so, shouldn't be surprised you basically should, got forced it's into offensive it to play my dog for this like no that's yeah right. no take that's a, stupid that's but it's obviously <laughs> just your magic working it working and you're gonna find an even better place yes what if you had a place with like outdoor space? I know, just something. I know. I I put all of my like a uh, my intentions I wrote down for my new place, like what I would like ideally what I, what I would like. I wrote yeah. them down and put them inside the packet too. So oh, good idea. Yeah. So, uh, but my magic's working too good, Holly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, well. you're more powerful than you know. <laughs> But it's going to be fine. Everything yeah. will be great. It's going to be very stressful for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. But so if you have any podcast recommendations, because that's what I do when I you're pack and clean.
let me pull a card of the day. Yay. Um, I'm using our deck because oh. I have the Valida Oracle, which we're reviewing today on my desk, and then no other tarot decks except for ours. Mm. So let us see. Um, we got the Five of Cups. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> Deep emotions, some loss. Uh, it is like the last day of Mercury Retro. It is. So. So we're, we're leaving some things behind. Disappointments. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Although we made it through mostly unscathed. Yes, this time. we did. Just. <laughs> and Hermes came through for us and sent me the package. So thank you. Yeah. Hermes. Exactly. <laughs> I got, exactly. got here on the day it was supposed to. <laughs> I know. I, I am amazed that this package did not get stuck in the Bermuda Triangle <laughs> that is Korea, and it got to you when it said it would, and that meant that we could review this awesome Oracle deck oh, that we're reviewing today. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> Okay, so our first question of the episode is from our friend Elizabeth. About six months ago, I had a falling out with a friend that still bothers me because I have no idea why. And I've been there, done that several times. (laughs) She basically stopped showing up for our plans and stopped calling, texting, then moved to another state. I'm wondering if the cards can help me figure out why the falling out happened and if it's a good idea to try to rekindle the friendship or if I should cut my losses and move on. Ugh, this so <laughs> sucks, Elizabeth. I have been here s- quite a few times, and it's, like, one of the worst feelings because you feel, like, trash because one of your closest people in your life that you've trusted has basically just kind of ghosted you, and yeah. you don't know why. So. I mean, from a personal level, I would say probably just cut your losses and move on because they're just not worth your time and energy. If they're not going to put any time and energy into your relationship, you don't need to either. Yep. They, they've shown that they don't care enough about you, but we'll see what the yeah, cards say. Yeah, let's see what the cards say. <laughs> That's, we're, not, we're not like a technically a, a you know, advice thing. And yeah, exactly. We're a tarot advice podcast. We can't just give our own personal opinions. We uh, can, and we did, but just. We can, and we did, and we will continue to do so, but let's also back it up with some tarot. <laughs> exactly. So how do we want to split this up then? I think it would be interesting to see if a reason comes out of why they left. If we get like maybe general energy surrounding the friendship. Yeah. And then maybe we could do like two cards to figure out if it's a good idea to try to rekindle it and two cards to figure out or two cards about just like letting it go. Letting it go. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so we'll each do one for, for the general, general energy. Are you going to actually do one, or are you going to do, like, five? I'm going to actually do one, but I'm actually also going to get a different deck, because I think that our deck um, is hard for this sort of reading, because you can see... I mean, it's definitely, to me, more of, like, a flashcard situation... Oh, right, right, right. ...than, like, a reading situation. So okay. let me see if I have any decks nearby. I you have, like, a whole wall office. of decks. I I rearranged my office space, so everything's far away. Hold on one second. Okay. <laughs> We're all holding. <laughs> 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 Can you pick me up yelling, yes. oh, fun? Yes, from I over did. There? <laughs> So I'm going to use the Affirmators Tarot. Oh, yeah. That it's was so new cute. to yeah. me. And I, when I was flipping through it, it's just like so adorable. And I'm so excited to use it. And Yay. I just read 
for 77 different people. I am the, so impressed. With the light seers over the last two days. So I think that it kind of needs a break. By the yes. end, I was pulling the tower like so frequently. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, I'm done, Holly. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Will you please leave me alone? I need a vacation. <laughs> I just wanted to try you out. And it was super fun to read with. It's a really, really, really awesome Yeah, deck, I considered, beers. like, when she puts it up in the store, I considered it. But I was like, Esther, you have to get a new house. So just wait for the mass market version. And we can review mass market yeah, and the Yeah, we'll indie. review the yeah. mass market version. Yeah. That'll be out in, I think, even this fall. I think yeah. that they're, like, rushing it because it's so it's popular. It's so popular, exactly. So, yeah, I wasn't worried too much. I was just like, okay, just wait for it, Esther. Just wait. You'll have your chance. All right. So, so we're going to pull two yeah. cards, one a piece for the energy of this friendship. The relationship. Yeah. Okay. What deck are you using? I'm using Way Home Tarot because I still like it a lot. <laughs> All right. So what did you get? I got the Mother of Wands. Okay. And I got the King of Swords. Oh, interesting. So I almost feel like in those two as like sort of a general like vibe of the friendship is kind of like you grew apart really in separate ways. Right. Right. Like, like you're not, you're not in the same suit. You're not on the same page. There's nothing in common kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's been, you both feel really established in your way of doing things and they're not connected to each other. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is normal. I think that that is still normal in friendships. It doesn't always mean that the person ghosts you. So that's the hard part is that it's like. Well, and if you think of the way that someone can be toxic, like, you know, the mother of wands can be toxic in the way that they lash out or the, or the king King of of swords Swords can be toxic in the way that they like just kind of freeze you out and nitpicky and stuff. So to me, also you can look at the toxic sides of both of those characters essentially. Yeah, totally. And kind of get, maybe that was kind of more the general feeling towards the end of it. Yeah. All right, so I'll do uh, trying to rekindle the friendship. Okay, and and so then I will do leaving them behind. Yeah. Okay. All right, so for uh, rekindling the friendship, I got the Three of Cups, which I think is really interesting, and the Five of Swords. And so to me, I feel like the combination of those two cards in this situation of talking about rekindling a friendship is kind of saying, like, rekindling it would just be so that you would feel like you won. Right. Like the friendship and joy and all of that stuff would be almost like over of the three of cups would be overshadowed by sort of the darker sides of the five of swords that we don't typically talk about. Right. Like the two of us, we usually don't go into that segment of it. Like the win at all costs sort of thing. But I do feel like in this case, trying to rekindle the friendship, even if it did lead to friendship being rekindled, it would still be because you didn't want to lose. Like, you just want to prove. Yeah, because it's also, and it's also to me like the foundation being the Three of Cups and the Five of Swords, that's not like a good foundation to keep a friendship going. Yeah, because then the Three of Cups seems way more like vapid. Yeah. Like, it's just like, like, we're just partying for the sake of partying. But in in that situation, there's still the, like, frustration and yeah, and that hurt like, and that pain that's not been resolved. Like, exactly. it's still there. Just kind yeah. of pretending to cover it up. And then for cutting your losses, interestingly, I got the Two of Cups and the Three of Pentacles. So to me, it's like oh. there's better relationships to work on yeah, than this one. You have deeper connections that you can yeah. get to, with somebody else. Than with somebody else. And then there's it's there's much better for you waiting on the you know, by cutting your losses than there is yeah. by going back. So Do we wanna pull like how to move on? Yeah, I would pull how to move on. 
I don't know why I was shuffling Vidal. I want to call it Vidalia Oracle, just because I'm from almost like Georgia, and so Vidalia onions were very popular in my area. <laughs> Vidala Oracle. I was shuffling. I don't know why. So, okay. It, well, because it's beautiful to shuffle. <laughs> it that's is why. really nice. <laughs> okay, so I got the Page of Swords for how to move on. Three, four, five, six, seven. Moving on. I got the Three of Swords. So definitely, oh, yeah. I think it's recognizing the pain and dealing yeah. with that pain from what's ha- happened and not expect anything more from this friendship and moving and especially with the page of swords too just you know embarking. i wonder if the king of swords represented represents uh elizabeth. elizabeth and she got to the point with this person where she was being hypercritical because of like you know the actions of the other person right. and that's kind of why the other person like sort of held back and so if the three of swords and the page of swords is the how to move on it would be almost like stop being so critical and go like, first of all, acknowledge and heal your pain. Right. And then moving forward, be a little bit more like lighthearted and exploratory with people Mm -hmm. rather than trying to like, like help them solve their problems. And I say that I say help them solve their problems really intentionally because I do that all the time where it's really just being bossy, but you see it as just helping. Like we have a joke in my family because my dad does it too. And my, like basically everyone in my family does it where it's like, (laughs) what? I'm just trying to help. (laughs) It's like, stop it. You're not just trying to help. You just want other people to hear your opinions about what they're doing. Yeah. That's not the same. And so I think that maybe saying like, sort of like, hold back yourself a little bit. Yeah. Like if you're feeling like you need to be really, really involved in how people are acting and like help them in that way, air quotes are so great on this visual <laughs> medium. Um, then like holding back and kind of reverting slightly to more of a page of swords where yeah. it's like, you know, like I'm getting to know you and I'm like exploring this and right. we're like learning about each other. That is way more useful in moving forward than trying to maintain this sort of like, like, you know, more prickly exterior of the five of swords. If you continue trying to make the friendship. work, Right. Right. And especially with the page of swords, like for a question that's like how to move on, like this fresh journey, like that's what I see this, the page of swords is like encouraging you to embark on this new journey that, you know, because it seems like that you're signified by a lot of swords, like mentality, at yeah, least your personality. So um, so definitely, like, you know, using that page of swords energy to just be go out and be curious, have fun. Like, yeah. don't expect too much of yourself. Don't expect too much of the other person. And just, like, yeah. w- work on friendships and relationships like we saw with the Two of Cups and the, and the Three of Pentacles. And just yeah. have fun with it. Like, don't take it too seriously. Don't be too critical. And just have I a good like time. I like that a lot. I yeah. like that a lot. And also, too. like, acknowledging that it fucking hurts when a friend goes yeah. to you. Like, the Three of Swords is there for a reason. Yeah. And it's freaking awful when it suddenly... I mean, I'm 100% sure that I've accidentally done this to people because I spent most of my 20s moving all over the country. And I know that there's a pretty good chance that I just <laughs> sort of, like... Yeah. Like, ended up accidentally ending a friendship in a really shitty way. And so that makes me feel kind of bad to realize that now in my thirties, but also like, you know, it sucks and you have to feel like you can allow yourself to be sad about friendships Mm -hmm. ending in shitty ways, but also like still be willing to strike out and try to create connections with other people. Right. Yeah. Good luck, Elizabeth. (sighs) We love you. Yeah. Good luck. You can do it. All right. And so my question is from Jennifer and Jennifer says, I'm at the end of a course of studies to get a professional designation in my chosen career. In April, I took, I, 
I took what I thought was my last exam, but I ended up failing the test. This came as a bit of a shock since all of my previous courses I passed with mostly A's and B's. This was a capstone course and encompassed the business of my profession. So I feel like a double failure at the moment. Not only does this challenge my identity uh, as a dedicated and organized student, it also challenges my identity as a professional in an industry, which I've been involved in for over a decade and would like more leadership positions within. Now I'm having to prepare to retake the exam, but I'm having a hard time studying for it again. And I still don't know where or what or where or how I went so wrong the first time. Any advice for how to prepare or what approach to take? Oh, that sucks so much. Yeah, that sucks so bad. Uh, Okay, so how should we break this up? Do we want to do what went wrong since she has no idea? Right, yeah, I would, yeah, what, what went wrong I think would be good. Yeah. And then areas to focus on to focus on choose yeah. areas to focus on. Yeah. Okay. So what went wrong? One card a piece, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Give me a second. That's fine. Six. Didn't somebody post something in the group about how with a standard deck of playing cards, shuffling seven times actually does totally random randomize it? Yes. Randomize it. So it would not be seven with Tarot 78 cards. probably more like 10 maybe yeah there we go it <laughs> <laughs> feels better <laughs> yes the hierophant which is kind of similar to the king of swords in some ways in some so. ways and i got the the wheel of fortune basically and like oh. immediately i got the sense of it's not time yet because at the bottom of the deck i flipped the deck over just kind of see like the the underlying current of the situation because I just happened to, and it's oh. judgment. Hey, hey, that's a sneaky ass way to pull more than one card. Not my fault. You can blame you Katie Roberts me. for that. <laughs> <laughs> you can blame her for that. Sometimes, hey. sometimes I tell you about what the what the underlying current is. Sometimes I don't. Like I had that's... one for Elizabeth, but I didn't have to say it. But I felt like because it was important for this one. <laughs> so I think because the wheel of fortune and judgment kind of snuck in here yeah it's definitely I like a hierophant that's a lot of major arcanas and i think it's just not it wasn't time for you to be like it wasn't a good time at that moment that energy yeah. of the test it like it wasn't your time to come like there's a reason and a purpose it wasn't your time yet that's why i just keep thinking well and i feel like with the hierophant too it's almost like what also could have gone wrong is that I think like you were maybe relying too much on the institutional knowledge that you got through coursework rather than your own understanding of like, you know, the ethics of the industry and like what you've experienced over the last decade. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that there was something in like kind of the mode of conveying the information to you that didn't connect in the ways that it needed to. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's even, maybe if there was no teacher involved, maybe you're using like a preparation book that wasn't the right preparation book for you or whatever. Right. And also there's something to be said about having to do something like that twice, especially when you have so much experience, because sometimes second guessing yourself about whether yes. you're doing the right thing or your place in that industry or whatever is actually really helpful because it helps you define your goals more clearly. Right. Right. And like with, for me, it's like with fortune, like wheel of fortune and judgment there, I think there was a more, I hate to say it this way. Cause, cause, but with judgment, it's like, there's a more universal purpose for you being held back at this point. I don't know. Maybe there's a job in the future that took, you know, well, a few I think months. I, to me, that's kind of where I was thinking the, like 
um, it helping you clarify your goals stuff comes into play too, because yeah. the whole idea of judgment is that you're reacting to like your higher calling. Yeah. And so if you are having to second guess what you thought you knew you wanted because of the results of this, then that could be, could result in some like judgment energy mm -hmm. culmination. If you're right. like, Whoa, is this, you know, the, is this what I want to do? Is this the way I want to do it? And if you had the opportunity to second guess all that, because you didn't pass the first time, then moving forward, if you decided that that is true, you do want this more than anything else, then you'll be able to react in a more like knowledgeable way about it rather right. than it just being something that you sort of like step into. Mm -hmm. You had to go through the thought process of like, is this, the knowledge I want is this the right. environment I want, right? And so it leads to more to more self, -self reflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. yeah. That's a really good call. Okay, so then each of us will separately pull cards for what you should focus on to do better next time. Yeah. Hopefully, you haven't already taken this. Yeah, hopefully not. Mm, <laughs> I feel like this is a more recent question. Yeah. Oh, I got the Wheel of Fortune. Oh. I I pulled two. Okay. Are you surprised? Also, Not at all. once you're done shuffling, I need to show you this card. Okay, show me the card. Look at that Ace of Cups. Oh, that's so cute. Isn't that so that's cute adorable. with the dragon, the dragon with the cup. the cup? Oh my gosh. It's so cute. Okay, um, interesting. I got the Daughter of Cups and the Hermit. Oh. So the Hermit to so, me is like a very studying card. Like, you know, yeah, know yeah, your yeah. shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like study. <laughs> And Daughter of Cups, I think just being, emo like, trusting your gut instinct initially. Yeah. Because, like, as you study and other things, like Holly said, you can kind of doubt yourself as you're taking the test. But to me, the Daughter of Cups, she knows herself and yeah. she can trust herself a lot easier, I think, than, you know, a lot of the other suits. In the and with courts. the Ace of Cups and the Wheel of Fortune, especially because the Wheel of Fortune came up for Esther at the first half of the question... It almost seems like focusing on this being a new opportunity mm -hmm. for the Wheel of Fortune to be, go your way yeah. instead of it just being something that you're like strapped onto watching happen. Mm -hmm. You're like sort of making a decision that this time you're going to hop off of the wheel because you have this kind of like new way of looking at it. It's a new way to kind of like redo that cycle that you've been through once before and kind yeah. of make it right this time. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, good luck, Elizabeth. Definitely you good luck. can totally nope, do it's this. Jennifer. Nope, that was Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Jennifer and Elizabeth are like two of those names that both have three syllables. And so I knew that I was going to do that. No. Well, so yes, good luck, Jennifer. We love you and hope that you do well on your new exam. Yeah. So now it's time for Patreon shoutouts. But before we do the shoutouts, we have a really, 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 really big and super, super, super exciting announcement to make Yay! about our Patreon. It scared us, but yes. we floated it with the Patreon supporters and got unanimous resounding support, which was majorly appreciated. So basically what we're doing is we are going to cut back on the number of tiers we have. We're going to keep our $1 tier, a $5 tier, and a $15 a tier, $15 a month tier. All of those are a month. 
Um, but the difference is, is that the $5 and $15 tiers will have access to all of our digital content. And rather than having people have to contribute $15 a month for more than three months to access our deck, we're just going to create a storefront and sell our deck. It's going to be a slightly different version. We're still working out some of the kinks for that. We're hoping to make it travel size. Um, but we're just going to sell that separately and Patreon supporters will get a little bit of a discount on those. Um, but it's going to be so much less complicated complex because all of the Patreon supporters at $5 or $15 a month are going to be able to access all of our bonus content, including stuff that's already been published. Yep. And it's not going to be choose between these five tiers anymore. And you get different rewards at each, at each tier. It's going to be $5 a month. You get access to all the bonus content and you get a discount on our store, buying our deck through our store and $15 a month. We'll probably still send you a little gift at some point end of the year yeah we haven't decided how that's gonna work um it's been a little bit stressful to have it be like on such a structured you know three month period just to yeah. keep track of that stuff but we do still want to have a, gr- a tier that allows you to contribute a little bit more support us a little bit more and also get a little tarot book or tarot uh, uh deck gift in yeah. addition to all of the bonus content so and it simplifies things for us and for you there's not as much confusion we'll still yeah. be of course doing like personalized readings and things like that and of yeah. course drawing names for our patreon supporters next month which exactly oh we should we, do now i would I, I will get my other kids tarot box just a moment <laughs> Other the reason I keep box. tarot boxes. So other kids yeah. tarot. Yeah. Okay. So again, ASMR shuffling. Yeah. So this person is going to get a reading from us and reading from me. It's my turn, isn't it? It's your turn. In August. And this is either going to be like via PDF or I can do a recorded video or we can Skype or FaceTime or whatever. Yeah. It's totally up to your preference. Um, I have previously done a PDF reading for a Patreon supporter and Esther did a Skype, uh, Skype reading. So we're open for both. Um, and it's super fun. It is. I love it. So the winner for this month is Maya Noel, who is very, very active in our Facebook community. So yay, Maya. Yeah. Awesome. We'll be reaching out to you, Maya. And again, uh, we're going to be making these changes for hopefully starting in September. So you may see some adjustments to the Patreon throughout the course of August, but we should be all good to go to make the official switch in September. So if you support us like this upcoming month, make sure you do it at the $5 or $15 level. Yes. And we'll change the rewards for that. Like probably in the next couple of days, just so that it's less confusing. It's more clear. Yeah. Yeah. But just keep an eye on that. And then also that means that anyone will be able to buy our cool new version. I know we're hoping to do stickers and tote bags and other things in the storefront. So, cause they have been, people have been asking for them. Like people ask for a tank top. I'm like, why do you want a tank top with wildly tarot on it? But I guess, thank you. I just want to give people, tank tops that have my personal name on it can we get tank tops <laughs> with your face on it like right yeah. there front and center we need to get somebody who can create art <laughs> exactly if you can you art such strong opinion uh, uh, such strong opinions such strong opinions about typefaces but neither of us can, can actually really art very art. well yeah <laughs> not at all that we if you can art contact us yes. <laughs> We would love to you for you to art with us. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's art together. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we have two Patreon supporters this month or this week, and one is Kate, who we were supposed to draw for for last week, but we interviewed Claire from Black in the Moon instead, and it was awesome. But yes. I also forgot to write down who we were supposed to be drawing the card for. So Kate, 
your card is the Hierophant. Ooh, interesting. And Seamus, your card is, let me count to seven, sorry, I should have already counted seven. One, two, three, eight, four, five, <laughs> six, seven. Your card is Judgment. So, ooh. Oh, two majors. I know two majors. You guys are amazing this week. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, let us know if you have any questions about the Patreon. You can find it at patreon.com slash podcast. Um, or wildlytarot.com. And you can also just like ask us questions if you need clarification. Yeah. We're really excited about it because it's going to make your, it's actually, it gives you a, as like supporters a way better value because you get all of the bonus content for just $5 a month rather than all more these different than that. levels. Yeah. And all these different levels with different yeah. stuff. So it's kind so of streamlined stuff for, for you and us. Yeah. Exactly. And also, it means that more people will get access to the deck, which I do think is a really great and cool learning tool. Yeah. So hopefully, people can get something out of that. Definitely. It's time for our deck of the week. We're talking about the Valletta Oracle from Betty Skeet. It is an indie oracle deck. Woohoo! The Valletta Oracle is a 54 <laughs> card full color deck designed to be used to harness and enhance your intuition, give you that little extra nudge of guidance to help you reflect on the world around you in a magical and mindful way. Valletta is a name mostly, most widely known as a legendary historical priestess and prophet of the Germanic tribe of Bruteri. It is thought, though, that the name stems further back with possible Celtic roots, used not as a name but as a title for a wise woman or prophetess, and associated with women who were actively connected to deities and known for their prophetic skills. There have been multiple possible etymology and cultural origin links of the word from around the world. Once being found on a rare Gaulish inscription in an ancient tomb in France, in a spell inscribed by witches. The word has also been linked to Welsh, Gaulish, Russian, West Germanic, Walden, and Sanskrit. These cards can be used in many ways, pulled individually for a daily card reading or use in spreads, both simple and more in-depth. They can also be used alongside other oracle and tarot cards to further clarify or add guidance to a reading. Use them in spells, magic, for inspiration, or just because you enjoy the images. There is no right or wrong way to use this deck. We did yeah, it. We did. And now we know that Holly gives me all the hardest ones to say. <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> I should have swatched. I should have switched that out. My it's bad. It's fine. Um, what did I want to say about this, though? Oh, also, um, the creator has opened this deck. So this was originally a Kickstarter deck. Um, and I got two copies because the mail services didn't get me my first copy within like a month and a half. And so I emailed the creator to be like, Hey, I think my deck got lost in the mail. And she sent a new one to me, which got to me in like four days. And then two days after that, the original one showed up. (laughs) So I sent one to Esther. But the cool thing is that the creator is re-releasing the deck. It's up for pre-orders right now. And originally she was going to end pre-orders on the 28th of July. But because we told her that we were doing a review of the deck for the podcast that was going to be released on the 1st of August, she was able to extend the pre-orders for the second printing of the deck to August 4th. My birthday! Oh, yeah! Esther's birthday! Basically for our listeners. So, you know, make us look good. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to do (laughs) it. Pressure people. It's a really great deck. (laughs) It is a really great deck, yeah. Uh, But yeah, you have until August 4th to pre-order. And I'm assuming that if she ends up with additional stock, she'll probably make it available for purchase once she's, like, fulfilled Fulfilled all of the pre-orders. But definitely, if you think that this sounds interesting and see the pictures on our Instagram and like it, it would be a great idea to just hop on there and pre-order it. And this is the deck that Holly used for our Patreon reading and for the cancer cancer season. season. Yeah. So if you you want It worked... So beautifully. It was really nice. I was very impressed. 
So, yeah. yeah. The general impression and vibe of this deck, for me, it feels like weirdly nostalgic, I was realizing okay. as I was going through it, like, more closely. I don't know why. Yeah. I just feel... It feels, I think it makes, it feels like, not ancient, but it feels like it extends time. Like, if it makes any yeah. sense. Like, yeah. the roots, like, it's very, it's kind of timeless in a way, I guess. Like, And I think it's probably the combination of the moon and all the flowers and yeah. all of the insects and all of the crystals. And then also the color palette with the black background mm-hmm. just really, really, really pops. And it feels kind of like Scandinavian. And I know yeah. that it's like a German deck. So I think that that could definitely be part of the influence. Yeah. Um, but if you've seen those, like, like Scandinavian horses, you know, those like painted horses. Oh yes. Yeah. Like, some of the stuff that is painted on those horses, like the, the traditional artwork is. Yeah. The similar, traditional artwork feels really similar. Yeah. I think maybe that's where the nostalgia comes from. Yeah. But in addition to that, it's a really interesting cardstock. Yeah. I was like, I love this cardstock a lot. A lot. It's I not was plastic. so surprised. Yeah. It's not it's plastic. Paper. It's paper, but I like it. It's so. And I want to like have a blanket and like roll my body on it. So I know it feels so good, right? <laughs> it feels so... And she like found a European printer because she's a European creator and she wanted to sort of like support local. Yeah. And the result, I mean, the cool thing is that there's like no plastic in yeah. the packaging yeah. of the, the deck, so that's really neat. And the cards feel really neat and heavy yeah. and plasticky, but they're not. They're mm-hmm. still paper. And I also kind of like the tuck box for reasons I will go into now. When yes. craters make tuck boxes, the cards fit exactly in there, and the lip of the other side of the lid always catches, like, a few cards, and they pop out. This one, the tuck yeah. box is just a little bit bigger, and I like it, because all yeah. the cards fit in and out really nicely, and I'm not having, like, to f- adjust cards secure. every time. So Yeah, you're totally right. It kind of, I like, like bows out slightly. Like, when you press it together, it there's not extra space, so it's not like the box would be crushed. Right. But I think just the format of the box itself. This is like such a weird thing to notice, but I, I know, but, it too. But you know, yeah. I think that yeah. the way that it's designed just makes it so that it's like it's, it gives it's it more space as you put in. in and right. And I and I'm a person that throws away tuck boxes because I hate tuck boxes. But I noticed this, I was like, okay, I may have to keep this one because it, it does hold them very nicely. <laughs> it's kind of perfect. Yeah. I will say that when this was kickstarted, I was on my deck freeze, but I also wasn't really drawn to it because it was very simple, like colored palette, black yeah. background. It's and so I was like, eh. Thankfully, I'm on the I'm on a deck free, so I don't have to like buy it. So you know, feel like I have to buy it. <laughs> like that com- that compelling. Like, um, but having it in hand is like completely different. Yeah, like it's See, so much I better. Saw it on Kickstarter hand. and was like, I need to. She have did this. say, and, and like she was like very adamant, and I was like, I'm on a deck freeze, but that's okay because it's it, not my yeah. style. But getting yeah. it was totally different. Like that, for some reason, like when I opened, I was like, oh, like and seeing more yeah, cards, like it's like, much oh, better. It. Yeah, so I, I think will say because that it's hard with a black background. Yes. when you're just seeing a one dimensional image, especially because the texture is so good here. Right, like the black background in pictures, it makes the colors feel more garish. Yes, but in person because of all the texture, it feels not garish. I don't even know if that's really the right. It's word, very but it strong, feels softer. Yeah, it feels it feels softer in person in like. Because in pictures, and I think, like, on the Kickstarter, it was, like, really bright, sunny, and so it was, like, very yeah. stark contrast with the artwork. And I was just like, eh, I'm okay. I don't need a really bright deck. Like, yeah. that makes any sense. But getting in person, it's much more nuanced than just, like, a back background and, and a it bright feels, deck. to me, again, kind of like, like folk drawings. Yeah. Like, European folk drawings, which is kind of a neat way to 
have a deck happen to. Right. And that's the, the funny thing is that I brought it to work because that's where I did that Patreon reading for can for cancer season, thinking that I would use it in conjunction with golden thread. Like, Oh, they both have black backgrounds. Oh, yeah. I thought they'd work really well together. And then this deck just, you know, kind of wanted to be used on its own, yeah. which was amazing. I'm kind of glad that happened because like we so often don't use Oracle decks in that right. sort of context, unless it's something by black and the boon, which we talked about last week. Yeah. But having another Oracle deck and this one is generally positive. There aren't really any like negative things, mm -hmm. but they're all such broad concepts that right. it can be easy to find a lot of depth of meaning oh, yeah. within the cards, even without it being like, and even the meanings Rage. are very like historically based. Like they, yeah. she goes really back, like pretty far in some of the descriptions. I'm like, oh, this is really yeah. interesting. So yeah, Betty, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Betty. All right. So the types of read. I know you've only had it for a couple of days, but what are the types of readings you've used for it? I used it for the one card draw, and I got triumph. And then oh. I haven't because I, I got it yesterday. So like technically my yesterday because. Uh, <laughs> So it was like, I've had it for one full day. So yeah. this is my one full day, you know, thing. But I really like, I was even considering because I have to do the Patreon reading for Leo season. That's my, it's my turn this month. And I was going to either use, uh, I was probably going to use the um, She-Wolf Tarot because it's a very like Leo deck. Like that's yeah, like totally. very like sunshine in your face. Yeah. Hello, welcome yeah. to Leo season. But I'm looking at it now, I'm like, would it be too much to use this deck? <laughs> For two months in a row, because like it, because it's so bright, but it's yeah. like and not like in a like a like a an eye offensive way in its brightness. Like it to me, it also could encompass like very summery colors. Yeah, very and there's bold. a lot of suns in it, which yeah. is very Leo-y. Right, exactly. So I may I don't know who knows maybe we'll use them both. I don't know. So anyway, I was considering <laughs> that actually today because I because I need to do that reading and I was just like, huh, this That's like really feels like a nice Leo sunshine deck. And That's so awesome. I may anyway. So you you guys may get this deck for two months in a row on Patreon. Go to Patreon to find out. It's a mystery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we shall soon see. All right. So what are your favorite cards from the deck? How many did you have to begin with? Four. Well, I had five okay. and then I put one back. So four. Um, I, well, had... I chose nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Let me have some overlap. So I That's really true. liked a lot of them. And so my favorite cards, I like Triumph because I just love the, the rose and the purple. I just like purple rose. And I drew yeah, that yesterday as a so card. Pretty. I really liked that immediately. I couldn't put it down. And then kind of with that courage it has like a different flower i guess this is more of a european flower i forget what the, the flower is called <laughs> it looks a little bit like a thistle it does look like a thistle but it's not let me see but if it's I can, not let me, it, i looked it was like a different name let me see if i can find her in this book pink section because courage means bravery truth and inner strength and it is the protea flower protea oh, flower i've never heard protea, of that yeah pro protea is it is it if it's T E A is it Protea or T because T is T? Uh, I would say Tay. Okay, the Protea flower is what it's called. <laughs> and then I also loved Illusions because of the moth and all of the eyeballs there. I yes, just thought that was the such a stunning so car good. card. And like the illusion that is this real or is this fake? Is this a moth or is this like eyes? I just love that sort of play. Yeah. And my absolute favorite card was protect because of the deer antler. So there's that sense of renewal of the protection protect. and like the, the lavender and other items there that meant protect. So I really loved that card because I thought it was absolutely stunning. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, okay. So my favorites are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
I like clarity a lot because I oh, think yes. the, the moon crystals with the crystals were so growing pretty. out of it and the plants growing out of it is yes. really awesome. Endurance because of the pine. Oh yeah. And the moon. I just think that's really pretty. Yeah. Uh, adventure because of the mountains. I thought that was such a cute way to incorporate the mountains. It's so cute because it still has like the crystals and the moon, but it also has like, you know, a pathway leading up a mountain and yeah. it's just adorable. Heel, which has yarrow on it, which I love. Mm-hmm. And this is just kind of like a moon with some flowers growing around it. Uh, potential. Obviously oh, I'm yes. a huge fan of Oaks. I have like an Oak leaf necklace. I have an, an acorn necklace. <laughs> I bought an acorn necklace for my mom and my sister. Aww. Oak trees are like the symbol to me of a lot of like my, it's not like mind blowing to think this way because a lot of people see Oak trees this way, <laughs> but it's like really symbolic of like home and family history to me. Yeah. Uh, illuminate because I just really like that moon. Yeah, that moon sappy. is so cool. I love that <laughs> eyeball on the moon. Yeah. And then magic, which is just really pretty and kind yeah. of peaceful looking. Yeah. And then also even the back of the, the back is, is so pretty. pretty. Yeah. So I'm just a really big fan. And also I'm realizing that now that we've said that I got two copies accidentally and also that she extended the sale date for us, it makes it sound more like this is sponsored, but it isn't. It's not. <laughs> Holly just really loves this deck a lot. <laughs> I just really loved this deck and I just wanted to talk about this deck. And yeah. so I told the creator because that's the problem with ever doing indie decks. Like we love supporting indie creators, yeah. but it's hard to do an indie deck because people can't access it in the same way that they can access. Yeah. Mass market decks. decks. Yeah. Because that was my thing. It's like we knew that we had a short amount of time to do this Oracle deck. So we kind of jumped on it while we could. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. So we just wanted to make sure that when we do review decks, that for the most part, you all can access them. Yeah, exactly. There's not really (laughs) that much point in doing a deck review of a deck that literally no No one one can can buy. Yeah. Just like Mesquite Tarot. Like, there's only, yeah, like, two copies left in the whole U.S., you know. So, but we'll probably never review it. No, because they're not, like, it's not even like you can find it still. It's, yeah. like, fully sold, sold out, out of all suppliers, and they're not creating any more of them. Yep. And even though we both love the decks a lot, it's just yeah. not practical. Not there happen. we go. Okay. All right, cool. So, let's pull a card to represent our relationship with the deck. Oh, I got courage. Oh, the one, one of the ones I liked a lot. Yay. And Aww. I got reflect. Ooh. I do feel like this would be good for meditative stuff because yes. it's such straightforward concepts. Yes. All right. So next week we are going to review Crystal Unicorn Tarot, which Yay! is kind of a perennial favorite for yeah. us, right? Yeah. We always pretty much recommend it whenever anyone asks for a beginner deck. And we're like, yeah, um, or have you met our Lord and Savior Crystal Unicorn Tarot? And then please buy the Compendium of Constellations as your follow-up. So, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are our two suggestions (laughs) for almost everyone. All right, so next week we're going to do that. And then the week after we're going to do another book. And so we want to give you the heads up so that you can start preparing for it now. We're going to be talking about Tarot for Troubled Times. Uh, hold on. Let's get the Bye. author name. My internet Shaheen suddenly slow. It, it always keeps, yeah. And Teresa Reed. I believe Teresa Reed is the tarot lady. Yes. Teresa thing. Reed is the tarot lady. So it's Teresa Reed and Shaheen Miro. And we're excited to read it. I know. This was on my radar for a little while. So I'm excited to read it for yeah. the podcast. And you can totally read along with us because we're giving you two weeks notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've decided that when we do books, we're going to try to give more notice just so that people don't feel quite so blindsided. Yeah. Yeah. 
and so read along awesome. with us and discuss about stuff that you like in the Facebook group and maybe you'll get a little shout out on the podcast. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. Give us your thoughts. Definitely. Um, all right. So that's our show. Don't forget to email us your questions. We'll take live questions or questions about tarot. You can find all of our contact information um, at wildlytarot.com, including a form with which to submit questions, which has been going so, so well. well. It's so much it. easier for us to keep track of questions when they're submitted through that form. So if it's not too much trouble, it might be worth doing for you. Exactly. <laughs> and also tell your friends about us and write and review us. It helps us grow and makes us really happy. It does. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast for pictures of the deck we're using or join our Facebook community by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And also we post bonus content on Patreon each week. If you support us at the full level or higher, you can access all of it. And remember, we're making some changements. Changements. Oh my gosh. We're making some changes and adjustments. That's why I I went changements. I like your new word. It's better. We're making some changes and adjustments, so make sure it's at the $5.15 level, dollar level if you're wanting to be a new subscriber. Yeah. And you can find us by going to patreon.com slash Podcast. And remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We love you. <laughs> we do. Yay. <laughs>